All right, guys. So real quick, uh, me and Dave just finished up recording uh, the Power Rankings episode. Um, it went way too long. It's probably about two and a half hours. We talked about every every team, all 30 teams. So, excuse me. I think I'm just going to um, kind of take out some of the less interesting teams. So, you know, we're just going to hit uh, the most interesting teams. You know, we got long-winded uh, seven minutes on the uh, the Orlando Magic might have been overdoing it, so we're gonna take that out. All right. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the In My Opinion podcast with Kalen and David. I'm your host, Kalen, and I'm David. All right, everybody, we have a very special episode today. We're gonna be talking some NBA basketball. Very, very excited about that. Uh, this is the the first uh basketball pause since the NBA season has started. Uh, we wanted to make sure we uh, gave the teams, you know, enough time to play some games and get some data out there so we could evaluate these guys. Uh, it's been a month since the start of the season. so It's uh, been a fast ahead. month too, bro. I know, I know, I know. It's been uh, some up and down basketball so far, but, you know, that's fine. It's to be expected. I think these guys mm-hmm. are going to kind of play themselves into rhythm. Um yeah, I, th- I think a lot of it ended up being like um, a lot of them was talking about, you know, starting today, actually, you know what I mean, on uh, Martin Luther King Day and stuff like that. So it's like if that's what they were preparing on, because, well, they didn't really make the decision until what, about a couple weeks before the season actually started, if that. Yeah, it felt like it. Yeah, so, you know, a lot of people weren't actually in shape, shape, you know what I mean, and no training camp. So it's really like they used them first couple of weeks or so as if it was a training camp. Yeah, I definitely felt like um, an extended preseason to start the season. But I think right now we're we're kind of starting to see guys ramp up a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, with that being said, we're going to be doing uh, the first set of power rankings. We'll probably uh, maybe touch on these once a month or so. Uh, but this is our, our first uh, power rankings for this season. So let's jump right into it. So next, uh, twenty eight, we have the the Washington Wizards. Uh, uh, oh man, <laughs> I'm gonna let you go ahead. Uh, so, <laughs> so I I had this team sixth. Uh, I, this team was my sixth seed uh, in the East. So I mean, obviously it's still early. Um, still plenty, <laughs> still plenty of time for them to turn it around. But uh, it does not look good. They're they're thirtieth in fourth quarter defense. Oh my. Their uh, their over their overall defense is actually not terrible. I think it's like middle middle of the road, or maybe it's like slightly below average. Uh, but they're fortieth and or thirtieth and fourth quarter defense. And Russ is, I mean, he is really really inefficient. He's taking <laughs> nineteen shots. He's averaging nineteen points a game on nineteen shots. Ooh. So he <laughs> yeah, he's really inefficient. Thirty-seven percent from from the field. Mm. Um, from the field. Yeah. From the field. Oh my god! Uh, he's taking a lot of two pointers, a lot of like two point shots, and not making them. Thirty percent from three. <laughs> um, I mean, this team they just they just they don't make people uncomfortable. They like they just can't defend Thomas Bryant. He he tries so hard. Uh, 
but man, he, he just uh, people just kind of just go off on him. It's because of how he looks. I'm trying to tell you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's important. <laughs> <laughs> bro, no one's gonna look at him, and then he's not gonna demand respect from anybody. It's like, why he built like this? <laughs> I'm about to go dunk on his ass, bro, immediately. That's that's exactly what I would think. I'm assuming he can't guard me. He's not gonna get this rebound over me. I'm gonna put my nuts on his face. I'm gonna do all of that, <laughs> all of that. I disrespect him easily, bro. So, oh, oh man. man. Uh, but but. The, the more interesting thing is that if, if this if this team continues uh, to play poorly, then maybe we can expect Bradley Beal to get dealt. Mm. Yeah, and um, that that's the thing that will make me the most excited about the franchise. Because I mean, I wasn't as high on them as uh as you were or whatnot. I definitely had them more so in the as the play in, and I think I might have moved them up a little bit after listening to you talking about them or whatnot. Because you you definitely persuaded me. Um, <laughs> but it's like I didn't expect this. I, I won't deny it. I know Russ has missed some time. I don't know if he's back yet. Um, but but I know he did miss some time. Um. Uh, my, my thing is, though, it's just – I think it's because of Russ, though, because clearly Bradley Bill is doing his thing. I want to say he's either first or second in the league in scoring right now. So, you know, no, he's getting buckets. But and then, but like yeah. you said, it's the, the defensive side. And not necessarily just for him, but just the team itself. You know what I mean? It's almost like he's scoring like that because he has to. Because it's like, man, like what else are we going to do? Like we're still losing. You know, and then I was looking today, <laughs> and then they were in games where they scored like 120 points, 115 points, whatever, but they still lost. You know what I mean? So it's like, man, it's like, dang, like they scoring like at an extremely high clip, but it's it's almost pointless because you know they're not stopping anybody. So I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. Um... I would like to take a look at their their offensive efficiency. I know they're scoring a lot, but you know I think they're number one in pace. Mm. Uh, so I don't know, you know, if they're actually an efficient offense or if they're just taking a lot of shots. But uh, anyway, I think we can move on. So twenty two, we have the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, so this team uh, had high hopes. Um, still, mm-hmm. they still have high hopes for this season. Uh, they definitely, they, they, they definitely want to make the playoffs. Um, but so far, uh, still some glaring issues that may keep this team out of the playoffs. Again, one of them obviously being the defense. Um, just like you know, everybody predicted. You know, there's just nobody on this team really who's uh much interested in stopping people. So, you know, when people say it's all about effort, uh, that's not necessarily true. I mean, there's definitely going to be an element of, you know, do you have the physical tools to defend? Uh, but w- w- with this team, you know, they're just not interested in it. Um, and then Chris Young, <laughs> uh, not sorry, Trey Young. <laughs> Trey Young, uh, his style of play, one, it, it's just not fun to play with this dude. Uh, his his shot selection, some some of, I mean, the way he just jacks stuff up sometimes. Um, 
you know, it's it's always good when it's going in, but a lot of times, you know, that, that stuff isn't going in, and then it's just a wasted possession, and it's a possession where, you know, the rest of your team stood and watched you dribble for eight seconds and then take a mm. shot with 13 seconds on the shot clock, you know, and, you know, that's, that's just not going to get it done. It's not just about the stats sometimes. he Of course, he's going to have the numbers, you know, it's about the, the type of basketball that's being played. Uh, you know, are you keeping your teammates engaged? Um, and, I, you know, I, I don't think that he's always doing that. Um, and then, you know, when I think about Bogdanovich uh, coming here and Gallo coming here, you know, Chris mm-hmm. Dunn, they, they added a lot of talent. Um, and... They added real talent. They have a lot of real players who expect minutes and expect shots. And a part of me feels like nobody can be fully happy in this offense because I feel like a lot of these guys just just want, you know, 15, 16, 17 Mm -hmm. shots a game. Uh, And I feel like it's hard for them, especially like somebody like Bogdanovich, who I feel like he he, kind of needs those shots to kind of get into rhythm. Uh, and you know they're not always there, and he has some games where it's just tough. It's just tough for him. You know he doesn't have a, a huge impact. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know. What, what uh, do you think so about? This I was team higher on this team than uh, kind of what they're putting forward. Um, <clears throat> kind of disappointed. Uh, I knew they weren't going to play much defense, but I just felt like I guess you know oh well they're just going to outscore people, so it'll be okay. But um, man, I mean, I, I'm really just kind of sad just talking about this team. To be honest, it's just because I think of Trey Young the exact same way you do, and it's like, dang, bro, like I want it to work, but but I've seen it work, and it was called the Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry. He's not Steph, don't get me wrong, but he's a poor man, Steph Curry, and then and then so it's like I feel like if you put in an offense around him where he's not just dribbling the ball out of the – you know what I mean? Dribbling the air out of the ball. It's like then he could be more efficient. You know what I mean? More people can touch the ball. They can actually take advantage of all the shooters that they actually do have. And then randomly, man, I think they should actually be better on defense than what they are. They have the the body builds of players – excuse me, players with the body builds that should be great defenders like uh, John Collins, uh, Cam Reddish, uh, Capella. Uh, well, I think you pronounce it Herder, or you know the the white dude that plays the guard. Yeah, <laughs> Daniel yeah. Hunter, bro. You, you got a <laughs> lot of long wings and, and forwards. You know what I mean? Like, why are y'all not better at defense? You know what I mean? Like to me, it just doesn't make sense. It's like, but, but defense, of course, is honestly, it's a it's an effort thing. You know, so uh, to me, that kind of goes back to coaching. Like, who's coaching these guys? You know what I mean? Like, I see, I think there should be a better system involved. Or put into place for the offense, so that way more people can touch the ball, and Trey Young can still do his thing, but in a in a more efficient way. And then also, like I said, uh, putting a focus on defense, you know, what I mean, going forward. So uh, that's just tough. Yeah, I think so. The the coach, I'm pretty sure, is Lloyd Pierce. I think, and uh, mm. I like Lloyd Pierce. I think he's a good coach. I think 
Uh, man, I think a lot of this is going to boil down to the guy who has the ball mm-hmm. the most, and it's, it's Trey Young, man. I think that just his play on offense and defense, you know, it's, it's like I say, a, a lot of this stuff, um, you know, it, it just starts top down on the court. The team kind of mirrors the, mm-hmm. the superstar. It just, it just kind of works that way, you know, to a certain degree. Um, and I think that's kind of some of what's ailing them in Atlanta. Uh, cool. Let's let's keep it moving. At 21, we have the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, so this team, as predicted, has been very, very fun. Um, and I mean, to be quite honest, like, you know, we have them here at 21, but I still think that I, I, I like some of what I see. Uh, you know, I like uh, Mello, PJ, and Miles Bridges together. I like I like when they when they, when they put them three out there together. Mm-hmm. I think they have a, a ton of just natural chemistry and just their their styles, how they play, work well together. Uh, Miles Bridges mm-hmm. three point jumper has come a, come along crazy. Uh, he is really cashing them from three. Um, Devonte Graham has been disappointing. I think they got to do something with him, man. He. He he he. I mean, he, he wasn't efficient last year, uh, but but he he's definitely he's really inefficient this year. Uh, Terry Rozier is kind of um, <clears throat> hit or miss, mm-hmm. but I guess he can he can guard point guards. Um, I mean, this thing's fun. I'm nah, like, I'm I'm, like I'm the same with you. What do you think? Um, I think judging them now doesn't really you know say much about the team just because it's like they're not built to really just be winning like that now. You know what I mean? So it's like um, I still hope that they make the playoffs because yeah. I want to be able to see more of them playing. Um, man, uh, LaMelo looks fun out there. I saw a stat where he was essentially leading all rookies in what was that, like points, rebounds, assists, steals. Yeah. You know, and, it, and whenever I saw the rebounds, yeah. I was like, rebounds? James Wiseman, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. I know. That's what I'm he's saying. A, bro, I'm he's like, a great rebounder. So it wasn't rebounder, even on Wiseman because, like, Wiseman was number two, and then uh, both of them were, like, uh, leaps and bounds ahead of, like, whoever was three and four. But Melo still had a nice little lead over James Wiseman, though. But it kind of makes sense because um, whenever Cole Anthony was at Carolina last year, uh, he was a he's, a he's a great offensive rebounder. I mean, I'm sorry, a great rebounder as, as well. And then uh, one of the things that he had mentioned was – well, I like to grab the rebound, so I can go ahead and start the break. You know what I mean? But I have to worry about you know kicking it out to the, uh, getting it yeah. kicked out to me as the outlet guy, which I definitely get, and I can see Melo doing that for sure. You know, and then also he's like six eight, so you know yeah. going to going to sit them long arms up there. You know, yeah, I mean? true. So, hey. But uh, but yeah, so that that little three group that you named, uh, I really like them a lot. Uh, I love the combination of having Melo out there. Uh, with Miles Bridges, oh, I love seeing the oops, and then plus I th- I see Miles Bridges really becoming a complete player. Um, man, it's like they they got a hit on uh, more of their draft picks. I think those two have been a hit. Uh, I think PJ has been a pretty good piece as well. You know, so we'll see going forward. Uh, in the, in the future, they continue to you know kind of hit on some of these pieces. Uh, you did touch on Devontae Graham. I wasn't that high on Graham. I know he did have a really great year last year, but, you know, I've seen a lot of people have one really good year. Um, so, like, t- to me, I didn't really think from what I saw in college and also because he was the type of guy in college, I want to say he stayed like three or four years. 
You know what I mean? And then most of those guys that'll stay at a three or four years at um one of the, the blue chip universities, like a Kansas or Kentucky or North Carolina, yeah. Duke, you know what I mean? Those, those guys normally don't make great pros. You know what I mean? If we're going to be honest, the, the most times the guys that make great pros from those universities are the one and done maybe two years. You know what I mean? But when you normally stay three or four years, it's normally like not, not saying you're bad, but it's just, it doesn't normally translate to the league. So last year, honestly, to me, was a surprise. And then this year, to me, is more like what I was expecting. You know, so uh, so I feel like going forward, maybe not necessarily this year at any point, but next year, I think they'll make uh, LaMelo definitely like the, the starting guard just going forward. You know what I mean? So, uh, and that's, that's actually what I just hope they do because I, I feel like that'll bring more yeah. success to their franchise. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, at twenty, we have the Houston Rockets. Um, David, what what did you think about the trade? Did, uh, did you like it? Did you think they should have took someone else for the Rockets? It doesn't shock me just because I felt like what they were shooting was a was a buttload of picks. I, I felt like that was their end game. It's like let's get a bunch of picks. No matter who we get, I don't think they was gonna get head to head for uh, like a Kyrie or whatnot. Um, I wonder if they could have got Ben Simmons head up, but I, I really don't think they would have. Um, I mean, straight up. But so honestly, I feel like their best deal was gonna end up being a bunch of picks, and then they did end up with Oladipo, um, which which I guess is pretty cool. So that's that's better than nothing because I want to say what he's he's on like a his a, a one year deal. He has a one-year left. Yeah. So, you know, for them, they're probably yep. like, all right, bet. He's not going to take up a bunch of cap space. We could still, you know, try to do something else next year if he doesn't pan out. You know what I mean? But like I said, I guess the win for them was getting the picks. Uh, and they, they got they got a bunch of them, you know. So, but like I mentioned earlier, it's like this isn't the NFL. So, you know, we're going to see what you do with those picks, you know. But, but maybe they might package those picks later on for a trade. I mean, but I don't know. But I really hope. The Boogie John Wall thing works out to to where it's actually you know a decent success. Um, of course, I don't see them competing for no championship anytime soon at all. But you know, I, it would just be fun to watch them playing together and playing well. You know, so and I think the team will start playing better without Harden being there because I feel like that was just a burden to the team. Um, you know, so so going forward, I do expect to still see them win some games. It was reported that. They they were asking from Philadelphia for Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. uh, Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Thybul, uh, and then like two or three first round picks. Um, and Philadelphia thought that was too much. I mean, mm-hmm. that's way too much. In my opinion, it's too much. Uh, I, I personally thought that that they should have taken. Uh, ben Simmons and Tyrese Maxey and uh, as many mm-hmm. picks as they could have gotten. Um, I think, though, that the fact that they would even ask for all that and, you know, if it was too much, you know, who's to say? But the fact that they would ask for all that, it's kind of like, you know, it's it's it, it kind of like marks where the league sees Ben Simmons uh, because if he was seen as like, 
you know, this star talent, you know, build your team around him. I think the I think mm-hmm. the Rockets are, are more eager to 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 grab him, especially considering what they already have there. Uh, mm. You know, they they already have a pretty decent roster, but I think that Ben Simmons one obviously the lack of shooting, but two the the lack of aggression uh, in terms of looking for his own shot. Like I I think that potentially you could build a team around Ben Simmons, but if it's gonna be just Ben, then like I'm I'm gonna need Ben to be you know that type of guy who can lead a team and who's gonna be getting his shot. And even if he doesn't shoot, right, you can't stop him from scoring twenty five. You gotta be like Giannis if he's gonna be if he's gonna be aggressive. Um, mm-hmm. You know he can do that, and with his ability to to dis, to distribute, you know he he would really you know if if the team was. Good, you know, he, he could mm. score, you know, eighteen a game, and and and, and just you know get nine, ten assists, and, and that and that will be that will be fine. Um, so <clears throat> I don't know, I, I don't I don't know. They they went the other route. They they got uh you know eight picks essentially mm. four first rounders and then some pick swaps. Um, so I right. think we'll see, you know, how the how the picks turn out, and. Uh, We'll see what they do with Oladipo if they let him walk or if they. And I'm gonna, t- or <clears throat> I'm gonna touch on Ben Simmons whenever we get to the Sixers uh, too. Okay, let's keep it moving. At 17, we have the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, so this team, another uh, kind of a a slow, actually not even a slow start. They they start off kind of winning games. I think they're on, on like a four game losing streak or something like that. Um, and. Like I said, man, this team is just weird. This team was just like the roster is clunky. They don't have any spacing because they don't like the starting lineup has zero shooters. I would say like like mm. there's not. I mean, Ingram can shoot. I wouldn't call him a shooter. But he's more of a just kind Who of a starts, general scorer. Uh, Although he, he can hit threes with consistency. Uh, but mm. th- their backcourt oh, is yeah. uh, Lonzo and Bledsoe's over there now. I was like, Josh Hart don't start, but no, he did not. <laughs> Well, at least he can oh, knock down God. the three. You know, I can, he'll play um, the defense. I mean, he's not going to be a starting two guard on the championship yeah. team, but you know. Yeah. He, he, no, no. <laughs> he's uh, he's just too goofy to be a starter. He, <laughs> he plays a lot. Of, he plays a lot of Fortnite, so I, I just don't think that <laughs> that doesn't translate to success. <laughs> <laughs> nah, oh, it's not. It's not translating for me. It's not translating. Um. But 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 yeah, man. This, this team is just the. There's just not enough spacing on the court, uh, and then Zion defensively is. A lot of times he's just, he looks like he's just spaced out, man. He looks like he's like, oh snap, oh gotta gotta wake up, uh, lost my man. Like he just he, he just loses uh, focus, and then a lot of times I feel like he's just he's just not mm. as fluid in his movement as he once was. Uh, I, I don't know if that's health or, or whatever the case. A lot of times it looks like he like he can only move a certain way. Like he's kind of like a, a quick burst here. Uh, I feel like a lot of times you see that like like in the offense when, when you know a lot of times mm-hmm. I feel like he scores off like you know a quick action, you know a, a quick a quick little cut or, or something like that. You know he he, he can use this explosion right. one time. 
um, and kind of score at the rim. I mentioned, I mentioned to your, I think this was off air about his shot chart is red <laughs> below the basket and oh, it's yeah. blue everywhere else in the court. <laughs> yeah, I know uh, with uh, with Zion, so, it's like you, you uh, hope bro's gonna be nice just because it's like, man, I mean, I feel like we almost watched him grow up. You know what I mean? It's like we've been – he's been a YouTube and an Instagram sensation, uh, Twitter too, for, you know, what, maybe about five years already? You know what I mean? It's like we've just been watching him dunk on people, like, you know, religiously. But but it's just like now, like you said, when you look back at those clips and you kind of look now, he looks a little bigger. He looks a little slower, a little bit less explosive. You know what I mean? Like you say, is it a health thing? Is it weight? You know what I mean? Is it just your conditioning? You know, it's just like, ah. It's, it's not like what we want you to be. You know what I mean? And then from time to time, he has those nights where, oh, okay, boom, I got, I got a nice little 28 or whatever. And then uh, his average would normally be kind of high because, like you said, you know, most of the, of the points are going to come in the paint. And then that's okay if you can consistently dominate down there. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I just don't feel like we see consistency from them. You know what I mean? Like I said, you, some nights you get that 28. Well, some mm-hmm. some nights, uh, why well, look like you only took eight shots? You know what I mean? It's just like, okay. Like, were you just not involved? Like you said, uh, sometimes on defense, he just looks like, oh, dang, I forgot we playing defense. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know, man. Um, I haven't watched much <laughs> Pelican basketball, I will admit. Um, I mean, I really like Brendan Ingram, though. Uh, I just – I don't know. I know yeah. with this team, yeah. we was also kind of projected a little bit, too. We do expect them to, you know, kind of start winning a little bit more games. But I also think that's kind of what we hope for. I think that's what the league yeah. hopes for, too. You know what I mean? It's like they weren't one of the Christmas games, you know what I mean, just – just because, you know what I mean? It's like, I think the league expects them to play better. I think they expect Zion to start, you know, becoming an all-star, not just because, oh, people like you, but because you balling out there like an all-star, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that they turn it around after this first month, though. Cool. Cool, man. Uh, so, we have, at 13, we have the Golden State Warriors. Uh, much to my chagrin, I kind of, I kind of <laughs> don't want to see this team succeed. I know that sounds bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I just don't think that that, that they're very good. Um, uh, I think they're five hundred right now or something like that. Um, Draymond is back, and you know he's he he looks to be, he looks as good as he's looked in a couple years. Um. He's, you know, active on defense. It looks like he's kind of got everybody else engaged, too. Uh, <laughs> you know, Andrew Wiggins. Uh, I don't hate him this year. <laughs> that's that, that that's that's the best. That's the best I can get it by Andrew Wiggins. Uh, they're winning games despite uh, Oubre. In, in my head, in my head, every, every, every Oubre missed three is a turnover in my head. So... I'm just gonna say that they're playing well despite Ubre's turnovers. Uh, so, so, so don't don't look at his turnover stat. Just just look at his three point percentage. Oh, bro! Every every <laughs> shot's a turnover. 
but 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 Steph is Steph, man. Steph is Steph. Uh, so this team looks like uh, they're gonna make the playoffs. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm excited to see <laughs> Steph out there hooping again. Um, looking like he's having fun. I'm really excited to continue to watch uh, Wiseman. I like bro. I like him a lot. Uh, um, I can't sit here and say I don't want this team to succeed. Uh, I don't. I don't want this team to win any championships, though. I'm not gonna deny that. Um, I don't want to watch them win anymore. I don't want to watch anybody get as many rings as you know. I'm uh, no shame in well, this. Don't I don't want to watch anybody get as many rings as LeBron or more than him. So you know, like I, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> you know, so uh, so I don't want to see them get any rings, but I wouldn't mind, like I said, watching them grow. Uh, I know we had mentioned before the pod we we're talking about uh, Pascal. And then uh, how he has been, you know, like really showing up doing his thing. And then also how I had mentioned where it was like I pictured something like this happening to where uh, last year, whenever it was just essentially all the role players and backups getting every minute that was available last year, you know, making a handful of them better and ready for this year. Granted, I expected Clay to be healthy, you know, but we all know how that went, you know, so it's like, but. Watching Pascal take that jump, you know what I mean. Someone who's taking their career serious, you know what I mean. And I'm not, I'm not saying the other guys aren't, but it's like when you see a jump like this for a guy, it kind of lets you know that this guy is for sure, you know what I mean. So it's like it, it's it's nice to see stuff like that, you know what I mean. Watch guys come who weren't expected to do much with coming into the league, and then you know turning the game into so much more. So. Um, yeah, so that's just kind of where I'm at with the Warriors. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, all right, so at number 12, we have the Denver Nuggets. Um, so, again, a slow start for a team that, you know, we expect to be much better. Uh, the defense still appears to be, you know, a question mark. Uh, you know, they, they lost um, Jeremy Grant to Detroit. Uh, you know, he's a a big part of the defense. Um, Jamal Murray, another question mark. You know, he's he's kind of uh, a guy who kind of shows up one night and then maybe, you know, the next night expect from him. Uh, he needs to kind of take that leap into kind of consistent, you know, reliable stardom, you know, mm-hmm. uh, next to Jokic every night, who Jokic definitely brings it every night. Um I thought, David, that, that, that maybe they would kind of get involved in some of these trade talks with James Harden or maybe pursue Brad Beal. Uh, do you think that they should have been more um, in uh, pursuing I, James? I didn't even or, really think of them as a player to get you James, you know, but, but when sitting here thinking about it, that's that's definitely the case, though. Like, they should have. And what you were mentioning about uh, Jamal Murray is legitimately the Jamal Murray we were getting before the bubble anyway. You know what I mean? It was just kind of like a, a broken ball. You know what I mean? He wasn't always going out there getting 20. You know what I mean? Like some games you might have had 12, 12 to 15, you know, or even eight or whatever. But it was like, dang, some games, uh, bro, had 30. But in the bubble, you was watching him score at a high clip. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, wow. Like, so I think there's a lot of recency bias, at least on my part, where it was like, this is what I thought we was getting from Jamal Murray. Like, oh, this is the Jamal Murray that that we got, you know, going forward. Like, this is who bro is. But I don't think that was the case. You know what I mean? That was definitely more of the exception than the rule. 
you know, so um, so I agree. Like, uh, Joker's definitely the one that's always bringing it. Um, you know what you're getting from him. Uh, still facilitating the offense. He about to mess around and average a triple-double, which is crazy. I think they said the last big guy to do that was Wilt. You know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> it's it's just it's just wild to think about, man. So um but I but with that being the case, um I think what they should do now is try to go get Brad Bill. You know what I mean? I, I think a legitimate scorer like that to go alongside with Jokic um would would be great and that'll be perfect. That'll be exactly what they need. Granted, of course they need a, they need some defense as well because losing Jeremy Grant and uh Craig those things kind of hurt, like, for sure. But I'm also looking at it as, mm, I don't know too many guys out there that's just going to make you guys better on defense going forward. So you might as well get somebody that's going to help you outscore people. You know what I mean? So, like, with that being the case, that's why I say go get Brad Bill, you know, like to, to go alongside with um, the Joker and then, like, make Jamal Murray the third guy. You know, I think Jamal Murray would be a great third guy. Like, but I don't think he's your number two guy on a championship team. You know, at least this Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray in the bubble for sure could be a great number two guy on a championship team. But if that's not the Jamal Murray you're getting on the normal, then I think a trade for someone like Brad Bill. Or I'm I'm thinking also, um, bro, Chicago, we were talking about uh, not so Zach Levine. Uh, but honestly, I would prefer to have a Brad Bill over Zach Levine. Um just because I think Bradley Bill is just more talented than Zach Levine is, you know. So, uh, but but if you can't get a Brad Bill, I think Zach Levine will be a, a next good piece for them to have. Because, uh, well, what do you think about uh Porter this year? Uh, well, Porter's been out with uh COVID for a minute, feels like. Mm. So you think uh, that'll make a big he, difference when he, uh, he gets lost back, not even played or you feel like it's still gonna be much of the same? No, I mean it's probably gonna be uh, some of the same. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm one of those people who w- was fooled Thanks. by Jamal Murray. I thought Jamal Murray was gonna come back this year and just you know just be cold. <laughs> You're not the only. <laughs> <laughs> he fools me. Uh, who next? <laughs> <laughs> uh cool. Uh so uh 11 we have the Dallas Mavericks. Uh so 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 this team uh you know can't really evaluate them too much in the games they didn't have Kristaps uh except for the fact that it looks like Luka Doncic is going to be playing some defense this year because uh the numbers definitely like him so far. Um I can't remember where he's at. I think he's like top five or so um, in defense uh, in the defensive rating. Uh, so he's he's playing some defense, which is very promising. His shot still looks uh, bad. It looks bad to me. Um, his his standstill uh, shot it looks mm. it just looks uncomfortable. It looks kind of shot putish. Um, you know, I always feel like like that's why. Cause I'm a player like 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 when I was playing basketball, I, I felt really comfortable on a step back, even if it you know looked more difficult or you know maybe it was more difficult. It just it just felt more comfortable because it was in rhythm, uh, and and that's why you know I think Luca takes so many of them, 
um, even though they don't really go in. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he probably feels like his stand's still shot enough in the drop because he just don't like them. Um, but with that being said, uh, he's still playing. At, he's still, you know, he's still Luca. He's still playing at a high level. Uh, you know, he's definitely going to be in the MVP race this year. Kristaps is back. Um, so no, I'm the like same way. Um, I think uh, Luca did a great a lot, job, you know, think? keeping the the team afloat without KP. Um, like I said, part of that is why he has these uh, MVP. Uh, I guess numbers really when you're talking about Vegas and all the other stuff, the odds are really in his favor. Granted, I had a feeling he was going to be the type of guy to win the MVP this year anyway. Um, but just like seeing, you know, what he's been doing with, with KP out, which uh, has been great. Uh, I'm I'm very interested to see uh, what they do once, you know, once KB, KP is fully back, you know, playing full minutes, all that and everything. Uh, random note, Yep. I want to say I think it is racist <laughs> that people call um Luca Baby Bird or Larry Bird. Cause uh the only reason you would compare him to Larry Bird is because he's a white bat NBA star. Uh he cannot shoot like that at all. You know what I mean? It's like why would you compare him to Larry Bird at all? Cause because he's not a shooter. You know what I mean? I'm like, like, why? Why? That's a lazy comparison. <laughs> don't call him uh, Larry Bird. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense to me. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I see more of uh, LeBron in him, like early on LeBron in him, than I do Larry Bird. Uh, granted, of course, not the athleticism by any means, but just the fact of getting his uh, his teammates involved, uh, being able to score, being able to rebound. You know what I mean? Get assist as well. Uh, playing better defense this year, um, and then honestly not being that great of a shooter. Uh, but just like what I've seen with LeBron, uh, things like that can come with time. You know what I mean? So it's like uh, continue to work on it, and I hope he keeps shooting because uh, the way that he shoots and then like at the clip that he shoots, it lets me know that he expects to be start making these zones at some point. You know what I mean? So I, I don't see him slowing down on getting those shots up. So I just feel like with time, you know, that they'll start dropping at a at a better percentage. So, so that's what I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure he'll, he'll get his percentage up. I I don't. Uh, so I, I definitely see what you're saying about the Larry Bird comparison. Um, but also I I do think that he's closer to Larry Bird than he is LeBron. Uh. And I think a lot of the Larry Bird stuff comes from just uh, the craft and creativity uh, in his game and mm. just the lack of athleticism and, and playing below the rim um, the, the way Larry Bird does. Uh, I think th- that's that's kind of where the comparison comes from, although I definitely get the fact Ooh. that, you know, a big part of Larry's but- game was – being a lethal, <laughs> lethal shooter. But the point you made, court, though, just made me which think is about it far though. From so, so I, I really far where you're coming from that. That makes a lot of sense. I didn't think about it like that. the The only thing I could focus on was the shooting, because that's what I think of whenever I think of Larry Bird. But those other things you just mentioned were, were great points. That that definitely, yeah, I see. Yeah. Top 10. Uh, cool. So let's do number 10. It's the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, uh, yeah, top 10, Portland Trailblazers. Uh, they've looked good so far. I just, 
to be honest, I wanted to put them lower, mm. but I also just wanted to pay respect to their record because they're winning games. So, but I'm just largely unimpressed with this team. I, I think, you know, their defense is still bad. It's 25th in the league. Um, even with the, uh, you know, supposed improvements, um, the new guys they brought in, you know, they're meh. Carmelo is meh. Um, mm, out of respect you know, to my closest friend, much from this team. Zach, I what can't just think? let you do Melo like that. Uh, <laughs> but I think Melo is a is a really good piece for that team. Oh uh, God, I'm man. not saying Melo's like, oh yeah, he's the third star that they need. Not that, but but I feel like Melo stars in his role. Uh, and I watched this a lot during the the bubble. It's like he makes timely shots. You know what I mean? It's like in the moments that they tend to need them. He's normally there to hit a three, hit a little hizzy pull up, uh, a little, you know, post fade or whatnot. You know, he he hits a lot of those timely shots, and I feel like he does that very well for them. Um, I, I like that. Um, I like uh, Gary Trent Jr. I just don't think the Gary Trent Jr. that balled on the Lakers earlier this year is consistent enough. And I'm not saying you're going to get 28 points from Gary Trent Jr. anyway, but, I mean, I think he could – He's capable of winning six men of the year type. That's what I think he's capable of. I just don't think he's consistently that guy, though. You know, so um, – but but I really like that backcourt. Um, right now, looking around the league, that's probably the best backcourt in the league. Um, uh, they're, they're lethal. Uh, I know Nurk went down. I don't know how long he's going to be out. Um, I think that's going to be big. As that's gonna that's gonna hurt them a lot, you know, because that that's their big guy, and then because uh, I I don't think Zach Collins is like a legit center at all, you know, so like them not having Nurk, I think is gonna hurt a little bit more. Uh, so so we'll kind of see how they they adjust going forward because they're not a great defensive yeah. team anyway. But adding um, uh, what's his name, my my guy, what's what they call it, flight airplane? I don't know, but uh, but Jones. D Jones, uh, he plays really good defense. Yeah, Derrick Jones, he plays really good defense. And then um, also, what's no, name? Robert Derek Covington. Uh, so, so I feel like those pieces were cool, um, but but a legit guy in the post to you know play defense. I think, like I said, that that Nurk injury is going to hurt a little bit. So we'll see how they do. You know, uh, next month going forward. Uh, okay, cool. Um... Surprising. Let's uh let's keep it moving. At number nine, we have the Indiana Pacers. Uh, man, this team is really good. This this team is really good. They're uh they're gonna be a really really tough out. I I don't I would not want to play them uh in the first round of, of the playoffs. Uh, Sabonis is really good. He's a real real player. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon is having a really good year. Uh, what a huge mistake that was for the Milwaukee Bucks, Thanks. letting him go for Eric Bledsoe, and then now we look they've are, they've already traded away. Eric he Bledsoe. can run an offense, uh, man. Brogdon's really good. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. He's just a, a smart grown up dude, uh, and you know they still have T.J. Warren, uh, you know, as kind of a tertiary mm-hmm. scorer. Uh, and then you know they also have uh, Karis LeVert now, 
They traded Oladipo for Karis Levert. Uh, so I, I like I like that for them. Uh, you know, Karis can kind of get back to you know what he looked like mm-hmm. uh, with the with the with, with the mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell Nets. You know, more off ball, more off ball stuff. Uh, cause you know, cause that that team's kind of kind of already set. You know, they're running their offense through Sabonis first, and then through Brogdon second. Uh, so you know, everybody else, you know, kind of just move off. You know, play in the actions, get your points. But this is a good team, man. Solid roster. Miles Turner's playing defense. Uh, the Holiday brothers are good. Uh, I just like mm-hmm. this team, man. If if they had like you know one guy who could really score, you could count on. Uh, oh, man, like so like, this like, this like, team like would this remind team me around, of um, the teams that don't necessarily have uh, like oh we we got two stars you know what I mean then a collective of just other guys you know it would remind me of like the the Spurs teams of old the the Pistons team from from back whenever they had Chauncey Billups in them you know what I mean like maybe even like that that Mavericks team. That that stole the championship from the Heat, you know, whatever. Uh, but like, it would remind me a lot of like those type of teams. Like, if they had Brad Bill, could it would just be a great collective, you know, of talent. You know, so so that would be really cool to see. Um, but but yeah, they're they like I said, they're surprising. Uh, they surprised the hell out of me. <laughs> I didn't expect anything like this, you know. So so it's just been nice to see them uh, win games. Like I said, they'll definitely be a tough out in the playoffs. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, definitely. Real tough out. Uh at, at number eight, uh the Utah Jazz. Uh so straight up, man, th- this is the team that I've watched the absolute least <laughs> of. Um probably because I, I don't know. The Jazz are kind of boring to me. But Mike <laughs> Mike Conley's playing well. Uh which is really promising. I think that's, you know, the biggest reason for their success early on. Uh, and, you know, I've seen somebody kind of make this point that, you know, so prime Mike Conley, uh, you know, he wasn't like an elite point guard, but, you know, he was like right in that echelon below. He was a really mm. good player. And even though he had played in one in one place for his entire career, uh, you know, a, a player of, of that caliber, you still expect him to, even though, you know, if he's in a new environment, right. as long as that environment is, you know, you know, respectable, then he should be able to play well. And the point that this person was making was, you know, mm-hmm. he played with a pick and pop big his whole career he's- in Marc Gasol. Uh, and Gobert is a pick and mm-hmm. roll big. And like that, like that change was just really tough for him, uh, and it's one of the reasons that he struggled. But he, I mean, he's playing great this year. Uh, it's kind of, kind of, uh, just un- unlocking. No, yeah, I agree. Um, so, like I said, so I haven't watched the much Jazz basketball at all. <laughs> but, but I was just looking at the standings, and I was like, oh man, they're like, yeah, uh, seven and four, <laughs> eight and four. Know. You know what I mean? Like something like that, where it's like, well, they're winning. You know what I mean? So. So, so I guess they're doing something well, you know. So uh, uh, I'm assuming Donovan Mitchell is balling, doing his thing or whatever. Um, I guess Rudy Gobert is a you know a good little number two guy. Um, I, I I still want to see them in the playoffs. 
Um, because of course, you know, that they easily could have been moving on to 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 play the Clippers last year. You know, that, that seven game series was bananas with the the Nuggets. You know what I mean? So but they were up three games to one. So it's like uh, you gotta finish that off. But uh but yeah, so so I'm excited to kind of see them going forward. Uh, and then now now that yeah. I can kind of see, you know, what they've been doing, I think I'll try to make more of a point to check out some more of their games going forward, though. For sure. For sure. Uh, all right. So, number seven, we have the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, so, this team started off really, really strong. They, they uh, yeah. you know, if we, if, we, if we had did this pod a little earlier, you know, they'd probably be higher. Uh, you know, they they were sitting atop the East there for a little bit, uh, kind of coming back down to earth. Um, I still like this team, man. Uh, when 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 their shooters are hitting their shots, uh, they're really tough to beat. Um, I I think they're having some of the same road issues that they had in the past, even though there's no fans. Still, um. Uh, mm. You know, really, really tough at home, and I think they're you know below five hundred on the road still, uh, which just does not make any sense to me. I, I cannot figure that one out. Uh, this team is strong, but I think ultimately it's kind of you know the same old Sixers mm-hmm. team. Same yeah, and then and then uh, I remember that we're just doesn't talking work as well as it and should. I know you was like, do you think Doc is probably going to change? You know, like the the perception that people have about oh them not being able to work together. And I was like, I, I don't think it's a coach thing. I just don't feel like it works. Like, I mean, and then, like, all respect to Doc. I mean, I think he's a great coach. Uh, I think you had mentioned this to me one time. I was like, the the league just needs Doc. That's just, you know, he's just kind of one of the coaches, you know. So, and I agree. But it's just like, I just don't think. Yeah. It's, it's like, because Joel Embiid, he can stretch the floor, don't get me wrong, but he's not a. To me, I don't look at him as a stretch big. I look at him as a big that can shoot. But to me, when he's at his best, is back to the basket, working on your ass in the post. You know what I mean? So, so it's like, with that being the case, it's like if if you dumping the ball down to him, what you want to do? Because like I said, bro, that's where I want you to really dominate. But it's like for me to do that. That means Ben is standing out there somewhere on a wing. And then also that means somebody can help off of him to try to double Joel. And, yeah, maybe you can have uh, Ben go to the opposite side of the post to where Joel's at. But but either way, man, it's still somebody else that can help off and kind of, you know, help in the paint or whatever. And it, it, just, it just doesn't work too well for me, man. And then, like I said, for Ben Simmons to really thrive, I think you would more so need him uh, because of the fact that you kind of, you know, having him initiate the offense because he's the point guard, you know, it's like for for him to be able to really do his thing, I think he needs a legit stretch five where, you know, that's not really playing with their backs to the basket that's going to, you know, be out there on the three-point line a little bit more. Like I said, you could do that with Joel, but I think you're doing a disservice to him and the team at that point if that's how you utilize the MB. You know, it's like like I'm not gonna do a disservice to MB to try to help Joe uh to help Simmons because I feel like MB is a better player. You know what I mean? It's like so I'm going to utilize our best player in a better way, you know, to make sure we can win games that way over trying to utilize uh, Embiid in a you know in a secondary way to help 
Ben trying to succeed a little bit more. It, it's just it's just a weird fit to me, man. And then uh, I honestly just kind of want to see them just separate just because I want to see both of them succeed. But I just don't think that together that'll be the case. So, uh, but, but I think they're talented enough to continue to win games and still get like a top five spot in the East, though, whenever it comes to the playoffs. Like, I, I feel like that's unquestioned just because the amount of talent that they have is crazy, you know. And then they definitely added the shooters. And I think uh, Seth Curry has been out either due to COVID or whatever, you know. So I think getting him back, uh, and then they might have already gotten him back. I'm not 100% sure. But just having him back, I think, will help with stretching the floor a little bit more. But, uh, but I don't know. I just have to see it, man. I have to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely feel that. I definitely feel that. I feel the same way about these boys. The sun. Um, <clears throat> all right, number six that. is the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Th- this team's really good. Yeah, this team is this team is for real, man. This team is for real. Uh I really like that. Mm. So so this team is playing at the slowest pace in the league. Uh and, you know, a lot of that is obviously Chris Paul. Um mm-hmm. that's really gonna benefit them in the playoffs. They have a really solid half court offense. This team is just smart, man. They have a smart coach in Monty Williams, uh, a smart backcourt. Uh, and Paul and Booker, uh, you know, making the decisions. Um, you know, a lot of athleticism, three-point shooting, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of uh, chemistry and camaraderie. You know, these guys have been here for years. Uh, man, this uh, this Phoenix Suns team, I'm looking at the lists, and, you know, this makes them the mm-hmm. third team in the West. And... That feels right. Yeah, I would say either honest. them or maybe it feels, like uh, it feels, I think it feels Utah right so far. is actually in that third spot right now. You know, but like I, said, I still have to actually watch more Utah basketball to really, you know, make an opinion on that. But uh, mm-hmm. but with the Suns team, man, like you said, they definitely seem legit. Um, having Chris Paul, a, a legit point guard, to kind of you know determine all right who's gonna get the looks this this uh this play down or whatnot. You know, like who's gonna really get all the touches? Like I like watching the, the pick and rolls with him and um, DeAndre Aiden. You know, like we did mention earlier, they were sitting there playing Memphis on TV, um, and it, it was nice watching him. You know, determine like I said, uh, who's who's gonna touch the rock? Okay, is it my turn? Is it your turn? Or is it you know should we start running some pick and rolls as well? You know, so like uh, he made a huge difference to that team, uh, and they were already a bunch of young, hungry dudes all willing to play defense, you know what I mean, with 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 a lot of shooting. And honestly, random note, Cameron Payne, I would have never thought would be um, a decent piece on the team. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, <laughs> that's funny. Like, 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 I'm not just trying to, you know, to, to shit on bro like that. But at the same time, I mean, I know <laughs> he's not like the man or like top four player on the team, but – but I mean, he around top six in importance, though, for sure on that team, though. You know what I mean? It's like he comes in and like runs the that second group. He does it well, and it's like, man, and I saw I saw it last <laughs> year. I'm like, you know, this year is like really on full display. So you know, man, I'm I'm excited to watch more Suns basketball though, and I would have never thought I'd say that, you know, <laughs> a year ago. So, so yeah, I can't wait to see more. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. the Suns. They look really good, uh, and. 
like you said, they're they're a fun team to watch too. Uh, so yeah. and number five, the Boston Celtics. Uh, yeah, no, for Dave, sure. I think man. maybe you should go first. I like the Celtics uh, you know, team. I think you were. High, um, I kind of liked them ever since uh, sure. Tatum got there, got there, or whatnot. Um, I think because I remember whenever we did our, uh, we were talking about the young NBA stars or whatnot. Like uh, we both chose, I think uh, Tatum and and Brown to be the ones who uh, end up receiving the most amount of rings. You know, just mainly because of how the franchises ran. Um, so, I, once again, I feel like the franchise is doing a good job. Um, I honestly think uh, the Kimber, Kimber Walker move ended up not really being a good one. Um, he didn't play well in the bubble or playoffs at all. Um, he just got hurt, I want to say yesterday or two days ago. I think it was yesterday. And then I'm just like, ah. Because, like, uh, what's his name didn't play yesterday? Tatum didn't play yesterday. And then uh, but Kimber and Brown did. But they got, they got whooped by, like, 30 points to the Knicks. So it's like, ah. So, because uh, I know Kalen um, had him a little bit lower in our power ranking, but I was like, nah, take that game out. And really, you know, if they win that game, having Tatum, and I'm just assuming they will win, they'd be first in the East today. You know, so, like, they've been playing really well. They've won uh, seven out of their last ten games. Uh, so they're finding ways to win. And then I think whenever Tatum's in that lineup, him and Brown – they're going dumb. They're, like I said, they're finding a way to win the game, uh, whether that's going to be a last-second shot or a great play on defense. Uh, I, I think uh, just like how you really high on Spolster, I'm the same way with um, Brad Stevens. Um, I think he's a great coach. I feel like he always has them in positions to win games. And then that's kind of, you know, like I said, why they've won seven out of their last ten. Like I said, and then yesterday's game was just, you know, trash, but it is what it is. You you're allowed a stinker from time to time. But uh but I but I see them going forward, man, competing for that that number one spot in the East. Um like like you've mentioned, um uh Milwaukee is just kind of built to beat up on teams in the East. So it'll be hard to get that number one spot. But but I can't see them falling any further than that third spot because uh let's say this Nets team actually works then I can see them sneaking up there to the two spot. But, um, but uh, yeah, I think that Celtics team is going to be a top three team in the East whenever it's all said and done. Um, I had uh, – I think I did have them at, at three. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't love this team. I think they have a lot of question marks. Uh, Kimba Walker is certainly a question mark just as hell, first of all. And, and then I, I just <laughs> – I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really like uh, those little tiny guards uh, like that, especially especially come playoff time. Um, I question if they have enough offense, um, mm. and then enough easy offense. Like like that's fine that you get elite shot making from Tatum and Brown, but sometimes I, I feel like man, do y'all ever mm. get easy shots? Like uh, every shot is like a, a step back thirty. I get that. Um, so sometimes I feel like they gotta get some easier shots. Um, but and then I mean, Tristan Thompson is a veteran and he's uh, plays hard. I, I don't know, he's, he's kind of just NBA champion. I mean, he's a Kardashian to me, so I, I just don't really trust him. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Bron can make anybody an NBA champion if you get your championship with Bron, bro. Like, 
Unless you, were... <laughs> God. bro, I just, bro, yeah. I mean, you you were on Bron's team. You, that's like that that that. That's like saying oh, I got a championship. Uh, I went to Bama. Okay, well, everybody that went to Bama got a championship. Everybody that played with Bron got a championship. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I I don't know. I mean, like you said, they're they're winning the games. They're winning the games. But I, I don't know, especially the way that Miami yeah. punked them in, in the conference finals. I just I'm I'm not in love with this team. Um. Okay, so we got number four. We have the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, you know, I, I think Milwaukee probably finished his first again in, in this conference. Drew Holiday just kind of stabilizes the offense for them. Uh, he's somebody that you definitely want making decisions over Eric Bledsoe. So, obvious upgrade there, especially uh, in the shot making as well and efficiency. Um, and I, I, I even think that, you know, Budenholzer – uh, is open to kind of trying some some different things this year mm-hmm. because I honestly think that he would get fired if he lost in the playoffs this year, just doing the same things, you know, kind of playing his same old, you know, uh, stick with your man, drop coverage, and, you know, playing guys, you know, 30 minutes or whatever. Uh, you know, I think we've seen them uh, kind of switching some more stuff this year. Uh, which is you know kind of typical for what you see most teams doing in the in the playoffs. Um, you know, I think that you know maybe you know I'm not sure what the minutes have looked like, but maybe this year in the playoffs, you know, he'll play these guys some more minutes. Um, but I, I think I still see nah, a, a, I can a see flame that. out in the playoffs because I feel like Giannis, even they have a, a dominant regular season, when you're sitting there putting your soul focus on them. And it's like, all right, but we're in a seven-game series. I feel like you can strategize against him pretty easily. So, so I think because of that, you can definitely see a, another flame out, and it wouldn't necessarily surprise anybody. But um, like we've mentioned, they're gonna win a lot of games in the East uh, because just on an everyday basis, um, you can try to plan against uh, him, you know, for one game, but but it's different whenever you're putting your soul focus towards him, you know what I mean, for two weeks. You know what I mean? It, it's just a big difference. Um, but I do like the the pickup of Drew Holiday. Uh, I, I like whenever he's initiating the offense. Uh, it's great to watch. Um, the Bobby Portis pickup, um, him coming off the bench, uh, I, I kind of like it. I kind of like the bench a little bit, um, a little more than I liked it last year, I would say. Uh, yeah, because uh, Robin Lopez, you know, <laughs> essentially, you know, being swapped out with Bobby Portis playing at the at the five. And Bobby Portis is kind of small, but um, but 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 I, I kind of like him down there. Um, it gives you a little bit more offense off the bench as well. Yeah, uh, he, he reminds me a little bit of Trez. Uh, a little less athletic, um, but but like whereas he might be a tad bit of a liability on defense, but he's gonna rebound and he'll score for you though, you know. So, um, man, yeah. So that that team, like I said, they're gonna win a lot of games, but I want to yeah. see them win in the playoffs. It's just like because at, at this point, it's like okay, you you got two MVPs, Giannis. One of them, you know. 
You got Eon back to back. And then you essentially I don't know. Never what made it past the the second round? Like like he's never to a conference finals, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. You're right. I apologize. No, they were the conference finals. Yeah. But but you know, it's Toronto. just like, man. And then but they only won what two games then? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I guess not terrible when six games, but it, it's just at yeah. a certain point, man, you gotta see more. Like, you're like, there's no way in the world I can watch them lose in the second round again and then feel like, okay, you got to blow this up and do something different. You know, so because uh, cause at a certain point for that team, it's, it's I'm not going to necessarily say it should be a championship or bust, but at the same time, it should at least be conference championship or bust, in my opinion. So, so if you're not making it to the conference championship with that team and you're continuously having the best record, then, then at that point, then it's like, like I said, I think you got to blow it up. You got to either send Chris Middleton somewhere and try to bring in something different. And I wouldn't even blame him. I'd probably be like, oh, well, it's on Giannis or whatever his game is. But are you getting rid of Giannis or are you getting rid of Chris? You know, so and I feel like it's an easy answer. So, uh, so yeah, so if, if they end up in the second round again, man, I think they got to end up – if they end up losing in the second round again, I feel like they got to blow this up and then try something different. But uh, but I definitely think they're gonna continue to win a bunch of games going forward. So, um, no, they definitely can't blow it up. Uh, you know, you you lose the second round this year. You know, sorry, you just gotta try again. You know, run so, it back. so okay, if you don't blow <laughs> it up, run it you right gotta back. get a new coach, <laughs> and maybe they can get a different uh, scheme in there to right. do something different. Then, what you what you think about? That? Okay. Okay, you gonna have to blow yeah. something up though. It's just somebody gotta go. Yeah, I'm not fine. watching you flame yeah. out in the second round three years in a row. I'm not doing it, especially with the best record in the league or even just in the least in the East. Like I'm not watching that. All right, so Brooklyn Nets at number three. Uh, so obviously just acquired uh, James Harden in a trade. Um, expect Kyrie Irving to be back uh, pretty soon. So they were saying that he might be back today, but it looks like he'll be back Wednesday. Um, so I'll, I'll watch that game uh, against the Magic a couple of days ago. Uh, and definitely liked what I saw. Um, I, I really liked what I saw with the, the James Harden and KD dynamic. James Harden is going to be great in this role. He He looks like, he just looks like he's genuinely – I know people were saying that, oh, you know, he's got a new team. He's, like, you know, overdoing the passing or whatever. But I think he's just genuinely going to be looking to get everybody involved in this team. I don't think that he's going to be looking to take a lot of shots. I mean, obviously, you know, it's James Harden. He's going to get his shots off. But I don't think that he's going he's, to he's, – you know, I think he, he really wants to uh, distribute on this team. KD is as unstoppable as ever. Um, he, he looks like he can just do whatever he wants, whatever he wants to. Um, and then, you know, Kai, maybe he's a little bit of a wild card. Um, ju- just because, I, I don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know what's going on with that, with that situation. But, you know, when he was there, you know, he was as lethal as he ever looked, to be honest. So, uh, definitely, you know, we have this team at number three. They look to be the most talented team, obviously, uh, in the East, you know. 
I think I expect championship or buzz. David, is it is this is this championship or buzz or is it you know at least make I feel it, like, I feel like it has it? to be. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'll put it like this for sure. It's finals or bust. Like if you didn't make it to the finals, it's like ah, what you doing? I don't feel like anyone's gonna look at them like, well, you know, it was still a success because you know they they won a bunch of games. No, it's not gonna be like that at all. Um, I won't necessarily say win it. Um, I now I'm gonna put it like this. I think uh, when you you put this type of talent together on a team, and honestly, you really just lost um, Levert and Jared Allen. Uh, yeah, you honestly with that team how it was already constructed, and you essentially just added. James Harden, or you switched out James Harden for Karis LeVert, and then uh, and then you just lost uh, what's his name, Jared Allen. Then then uh, yeah, I, I feel like you should be winning the championship, but because of the fact that the Lakers' chemistry is tremendous and they do still have LeBron and AD, I wouldn't call it a failure if you lost in the finals. But if you didn't make it to the finals, I would say it was a failure because as collected, you should be better than all the other teams in the East this year. Even though I know you don't really have much time to kind of jail, you know what I mean, to, to get that camaraderie. Um, I, I just think because of the amount of talent that you have, no one's going to give you that pass. I know I'm not. You know, so so that's how I look at it. And then um, I know I mentioned this to you. Um, I think this team is better with just KD and James Harden with the collective pieces. Or, excuse me, if they were able to keep Jared Allen, with the rest of how the group is, I think that would have been perfect. I think with mixing in Kyrie, that gets a little dicey. And I'm not saying that because uh, Kyrie's, you know, this weird guy. I do think he is a weird guy. But, you know, like, I, I don't feel like that's the reason why it won't work. I, I think it won't work just because um, how ball-dominant he is. And then he's not a facilitator, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he can pass the ball. I think he can give you five to six assists. But like you mentioned whenever I brought up Kobe White, that's the bare minimum. You're the point guard. You know what I mean? Like, like go out there and get five assists. Like, go up, please, at least. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so like, what else you do? This, this like a a center, and my center, you know. Oh well, he averages uh seven rebounds. Well, well, shit. I hope he averages seven rebounds. You know what I mean? He plays thirty four minutes a game. I mean, like he's our starting center. Like, can I get seven rebounds from you? You don't score. You know what I mean? Like, hey, please. So, um. So, yeah, I feel the same way about those assists with him. So I think this team will flourish more with James Harden being the point. So like you mentioned, being a little bit more, you know, unselfish, kind of just running the show. And like you said, he's going to naturally get his because, honestly, that's probably uh, – and even including KD. And this is a really tough discussion. Um, James Harden is probably the most lethal offensive guy in the league. bro. Like just, just what he can do at the ease that he can do it is crazy. And not to mention, um, I saw you tweet this the other day. Um, like you're a fool to try to take a charge on James Harden. He's easily gonna Euro step you. And then you'll probably end up reaching at the end and just giving him an and one also. You know what I mean? So it's like the things he, he'll be able to do, KD's always gonna get his because he's seven feet tall. He could pull from 35. So he's gonna be able to get his for sure. So I think for this team to really have as much success as possible is for James Harden to run the one. And then let Kyrie just kind of, you know, get his at the two, essentially. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's probably how to do it. I'm sure James will be the the, the more dominant ball handler. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're definitely not better without Kyrie. 
Um, I mean, especially without Spencer Dinwiddie, but even if they had Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, I mean, without Kyrie, I mean, like who, like, I mean, are you are are you going to start Shamit? I'm like, are you gonna like like who? Like they don't they don't have any depth. They like they for sure need Kyrie. And I mean, they just need that that third explosion, or uh, that third explosive scorer. I mean, just imagine like 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 this team. Uh, I don't know, trying to take on the Clippers or the Lakers in a playoff series uh, with, with just those two guys, and then the rest of the team looking the way it is. Uh, especially like I said, especially without Dinwiddie, um, it just wouldn't be enough. Uh, so I definitely think, think that that they need it, that they that they need Kyrie. See, I just don't feel like any team in the league, especially not this year or even last year, needs three stars. So that so that's why I I just don't agree with that. It's like like no no other team in the league has three stars. So like that's why I was like I don't feel like that's needed like that. Uh, my thing is uh, when you talking about just a third guy to you know score. At a higher clip, I know the Lakers' third guy is what um, a Schroeder, and I want to say that's like sixteen points a game, maybe maybe like seventeen. But I honestly, don't even think it's a whole seventeen. But um, but so so that's why. And then I know for the Clippers, who's that third guy? Probably what Lou Will, and that's probably another what fifteen points a game. And then I understand uh, Dimwitty's out, so that does definitely make a difference. But but I guess more so, what I was thinking is like. If you were just trading Harden for uh, Kyrie straight up, I like like I'm saying like that more so where you still have um, Karis LeVert being able to be that third guy for you. Like I think that that team right there, if you would have just traded them straight up, and I'm not 100% sure if the Nets were willing to do that or, or even if the Rockets were, but I, I look at it as if I'm the Nets, I would have been cool with it because like I say, in my opinion, I think that makes the team better because the dynamic is better. It's it's not oh, okay. Well, we got three guys who are ball dominant, and then I wouldn't even necessarily say KD's ball dominant, but Kyrie and James are. You know what I mean? So like having those two, I just don't see it mixing to the point to where it's like oh, okay, this is going to be great success. They're going to win a chip, and then so and I know, but that's also weird because I also said. Well, to me, it's a failure if they don't at least get to the finals. And I feel that way because you got a third star. If you have three stars on your team and nobody else in the league has three stars on their team, then yes, it should be a failure that you didn't get to the finals. But I'm just saying, but with them, I don't think that's a great mixture to where it's going to win you a, a chip, at least not right now, not how they're currently constructed. So that that's just my take on it. Of course, well, you know, we'll see if I'm wrong or not later on. Uh, so I I really don't want to do the like simple math of like well, well three stars so automatically best no, like that's not how it works. Uh, hell, I, I would argue that KD knows you need more. KD knows you need one more star than what LeBron has. Hell, KD wanted four stars on the team. That's that's how he was gonna beat LeBron. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't know. I mean, you can be LeBron if you if, you know he had two stars. You have two stars. I mean, you can, 
But you can have three stars and lose to LeBron, especially when 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 the Lakers team is this good. I mean, and, and the reason that I don't want to do like the like the simple math of like oh well stars that are you know like like the Lakers have plenty of like real players. Um, you know maybe they're not a star, but hell, I mean Trez is Trez is seventeen and nine. I mean damn, I mean you know that you know Schroeder, you know he's you know. 16 and 5, you know, but you know, I, I don't really care if you know you're considered a star or not. Too sure. Uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, we 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 talked. Uh, I think after I had a chance to digest that trade, I texted you, you know, the teams that I thought could guard them, mm-hmm. uh, in a playoff series, which, which that was the Lakers, the Clippers, uh, the Bucks, the Celtics, uh, and the Heat. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Sixers as well. I said the Sixers, they they at least match up well. Like when, when I look at the bodies that they have to, that those teams have to to throw at uh, the three stars. <clears throat> so I don't know. I mean, I think this team will will uh, make the finals. Um, just when I look at the top teams, um, Milwaukee, Philly, and Boston. Uh, I you know I I I think I think this Nets team probably makes the finals this year. Mm. I really want to see them with all three of them out there though. I, I gotta see a playoff. Like I said, I'm I'm enjoying yeah. what I'm seeing right now as we speak. Like I said, it's just the two of them, and like I said, and that's also what I see working better for them in my opinion. But also, like you said, you know it, it's different because, like I said, the Lakers do have. Two guys that that are also giving you about seventeen a game, uh, on top of their two guys that are giving you over twenty a game. So that does make a big difference. Um, I, I I think also you should consider the fact that when you have three stars, a lot of the time it is two stars out there on the court. They're, mm-hmm. they're obviously going to start, but you know, like a lot of the times it, it will be James and KD or Kyrie and KD mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, but. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see how they how how they gel and how they yeah. uh especially defensively as well. Mm. Um uh cool. So uh number two is the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh man, this Clippers team is really good, man. They're I thought I thought they would take like a small step back, a small one. Uh but they they look better. Yeah, they they <laughs> They look better than they did. Uh, the 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 potency on offense is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know this this is the uh, number one three point shooting team in the league. Uh, the defense has has not been very good. Um, I think they're they're in like mid twenties ranked defensively, maybe like twenty six or something defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so maybe that could be cleaned up. Um, you know, I think back to what Ty Lue's teams were when he was in Cleveland. Um, and I don't, I don't think that, that they were strong defensively. Uh, you know. Yeah, I think his focus were, were is more high. offense. Yeah, especially with three-point shooting. Those those Cavs teams were, you know, always in the, in the tops in three-point shooting. Mm. Um, and then just the way that Paul George and Kawhi are playing. I mean, obviously with this team, it, you know, it boils down to the playoffs. Right. 
so you know we're, we're kind of just having a wait and see approach but as of right now you know they they look a little better than last year yeah and then also um with this year i think Kawhi's doing a lot less low management too um mm-hmm. and then i would i would honestly say kind of at least like this these past couple of weeks or so they've kind of just been like riding through like you know like low radar you know what I mean? Like, like nobody's really just focused on them too much. You don't see too many people talking about them on TV. You know what I mean? It's just almost like they're just going about their business, winning games, and then keeping it moving. You know, so uh, like you mentioned, though, where the main focus is going to be is in the playoffs. Because, I mean, anybody, you know, expecting you to lose a bunch of games during the regular season. I mean, we expect you guys to be good and we expect y'all to win. It's just a matter of, are y'all going to consistently show up in the playoffs, you know? So, um, but I am excited to see uh, them continue to play throughout the season, you know what I mean, to kind of see where they seed because, uh, I mean, you know, the playoffs in the West is kind of hard, you know? So, uh, and then I think it's going to be a little bit more difficult in the East this year too. Um, but but for sure our West because, you know, it always is our West. So uh, and then they found it out last year, blowing a three-one lead to Denver. So you know, um, I can see them kind of taking the regular season a little bit more serious, which as it looks like they are. You know what I mean? So that way they don't get a possible, you know, a bad spot. You know, and, and then I don't think last year they really just had a bad spot either. But I but I also just think they'll be contending a little bit more for one of those top spots this year. Yeah, this team. Uh... You know, I love their uh, I I love their ball movement. Um, yeah, I, I can't believe uh, what they're getting from Batum. He's I feel like he's playing like thirty minutes a game. It's, 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 I look at the stats; he's at least twenty five. I, I can't believe they're getting it from this guy. Uh, but I love the ball movement. Whenever I watch this team, that that's the thing that sticks out for me. They just they just get the best shot. On every possession, or or at least more times than not, they're getting the best possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, and, and and you know they have the ability to go five out, and they can just swing it. Uh, they have you know guys who can create, obviously, in Paul George and Kawhi, get other guys open looks. Uh, it's an unselfish basketball team, um, and it, even though the defensive numbers aren't great. At least you know, come playoff time, we know that they have the, the guys who are capable to uh, to uh, you know guard mm. in a high, high level situations. So the Clippers are definitely a team you know to look out. So for. do you think they still need a legit point guard though? Um, yeah, the Pat. I can't believe Patrick Beverly is just out there starting <laughs> point guard. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's fine for now, but I think in the playoffs, it would definitely yep. help them. It would definitely benefit them to have a real point guard to run the offense. You know, the, like I said, they have guys who can break break the defense mm-hmm. down, but that doesn't mean that facilitating for others is what they do right. naturally. No, I agree. Yeah, because just driving and kicking it uh, out isn't necessarily just, you know, facilitate. Yeah. It's not, it's, yeah, it's not running right. the offense, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, and then lastly, uh, number one, we have the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, so, 
this is the team, you know, they, they started the season off as the best team in the league. It's looked that way so far. Uh, we've kind of seen, we've kind of seen them ramp it up. I think they, they started off, um, you know, really kind of, uh, you know, on a slow walk <laughs> treadmill. Um, but I've, I, I think I've seen them uh, ramping it up, especially defensively. Uh, that kind of, they've, they've kind of gotten after it. Um, and just, you know, kind of hearing some, some of the quotes as I follow the team, you know, it sounds like, you know, it's still in the forefront of their mind. You know, they, they you know, they want to coach to a certain degree, but, you know, they still want to have that, that uh, you know, those habits right. set in defensively, uh, which is super important. Um, seeing the new guys blend in and mesh very well, uh, which, you know, is, is what we expected. There's a lot of talent on this team and a lot of uh, smart players, veteran players. Um, so, you know, this is this is kind of what we expected from this. Yeah, game. I am uh, curious to see. I mean, I echo every sentiment you said, but I am curious to see, like, in the playoffs, what they do against, you know, somebody like um, the Joker or whatnot. Like, I, I mean, I know AD can hold his own, his own, but at the end of the day, you know, AD don't really like playing the five. But uh, what's his name? Marcus Hall tends to get in foul trouble a lot. Um, it seems to be just kind of because he's he's a little slow trying to get to get to a lot of things, especially in like the pick and roll action and stuff like that. So he ends up getting a lot of cheap fouls, you know. So uh, I, I do kind of want to see them defensively because uh, Trez is undersized. Um, so it's like, and I don't really like him on defense like that anyway. Uh, but especially, especially not necessarily right there on you know, like someone that's 6'11 or taller, you know, that's legitimately banging in the post. So, uh, and then we know Marcus Hall is not going to play like 30, 35 minutes a game anyway. So, um, I do want to see how that works going forward. But uh, but really, this team, like we said, is the best team in the league. Um, they scored a high clip. They, in my opinion, just from watching, they're the best defensive team in the league. Um uh, you mentioned this to me after the first game. You uh, <laughs> kind of upset that they kind of came out so lack of, lackadaisical in, that, uh, in the first game of the season or whatnot, championship ceremony or whatever. Uh, you was like, oh, well, they go as LeBron goes. So when LeBron goes out there and he's playing that way to start the game off, you know, the rest of the team kind of continues to go that way as well. And then uh, and you're right. And then also I've just seen him kind of pick it up. And, like, even the games where AD's not playing, you know what I mean? Like, Bron's out there, you know, going hard. Yeah. Even whenever they're just playing, let's say, the Kings or, you know, somebody like, you know, and it, it, this already feels like a dead time in the season early on, you know what I mean? And normally that doesn't hit till around, I guess, right before, you know, uh, what you call it, uh, all-star break or whatnot. So this is kind of getting close to when that would when that would be or whatever, you know, so, uh, but I guess just normally they would have played more games by now, of course. Uh, so it, it is just kind of weird, um, you know, seeing them, I guess, still, like, playing really hard, you know, and then because of that, that shows why they're still the best team in the league right now, you know. So, uh, so yeah, man, uh, I expect to see more of that going forward. Um, I do want to see AD play better. Um, I feel like we hadn't seen the best of him. I was I was expecting him to try to take uh, some type of leap to um, 
being in the MVP conversation this year, I understand that, you know, they'll probably be less likely to give it to the teams with, you know, like two really high power stars on them. But um, I, th- I thought he was going to have a case. And then just watching him play so far this year, it's been like, oh, okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that dog comes back out that we were seeing in the playoffs, you know, so because I feel like that's going to be very crucial for him to be able to, uh, you know, go back to back. Uh. Yeah, I don't think AD cares about the MVP, <laughs> even mm. a little bit. Uh, but but also, he's been in and out of the lineup a little bit as well. Kind of breaks up the mm. rhythm a little bit, but I, I, I don't know. I, I think that he's really saving that alpha mode for playoff time. Uh, I think he, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Cool, man. That was it. All 30 teams definitely went longer than we thought. That was good, though, man. I'm looking forward to uh, keep watching some of this stuff develop, uh, seeing how some of these teams move up and down. Definitely uh, interested in this Brooklyn Nets team. Um, Which which, which team are are, are you watching? Uh, you talking about going forward? Which one am I interested in? Yeah. Um, man, that's a good question. Uh, for sure the Brooklyn Nets team, because like I said, I got to see how it works with uh Kyrie. So uh, that that's number one for me. Uh, you know I'm be watching Lakers basketball all the time. Um, so I but I think I think a team that uh that I'm kind of like really excited to watch is the Pacers. I want to watch and see what they do um, just because it's like, wait, how the hell y'all won all these games so far? <laughs> and then also I want to see how they mix with uh, Ed and Karis LeVert. Uh, I really hope they, you know, don't skip a beat. And I hope they just honestly actually get better. So uh, I want to see how that works. So I think those three teams are the ones that I'm watching the most of. And then also I think I'm going to try to watch a little bit of Utah just to <laughs> see what's going on there. Yeah, I might be good on Utah. Might be good. Might be good. Uh, uh, all right, man. Uh, cool. Thank y'all yes, for rocking with us, man. 